Welcome to the show. This time I'm going to be shining a light on writing prompts. Often, writers need to be given a little kick in the right direction so they can feel motivated to write about something. From my own experiences, this is because our minds are often so full of existing works in progress, current works in progress, or a million other things that we simply cannot focus. Therefore, dangling a literary carrot is an incentive to get moving and can be really helpful. Over the years, I've trained myself to find ideas to write fiction from almost anything. I call this writing on demand. Writing something, anything, on demand means your imagination is almost constantly fertile and a fertile mind is a mind that asks questions surrounding the prompt. With that could come several different genres, potentially lots of characters and a few themes to investigate. I've trained myself to do this to help others to write, those who attend my writing workshops, those who attend my writing groups and those who listen to my shows for inspiration. So let's look at what kind of writing prompts will get the imagination motivated. Most prompts begin with what if, but before that having a topic, an item, a situation or a person might prompt the what if. About six or seven years ago, as a family, we decided to write short notes about positive things that happened to us each day. We folded up the notes and put them in a large jar with a screw top. The intention was, at the end of the year, we'd each take a note, read it out and see what the positive thing was because the news is generally filled with negativity and we wanted to ensure our mental health was in a better place. As things turned out, we didn't open the jar at the end of the year because we kept going until the following year. However, after some time we forgot about it and instead it became a kind of time capsule. Six or seven years on, it's still closed. But what if I opened it and read out some of the notes? Let's say it read, Today I smiled at a stranger and they smiled back. That might be a story about community pulling together. Or a poem about how one human smiling manifested another smile on the oncoming human. Maybe it could be a non-fiction piece about the psychology of smiling and how that affects our mental health. What if I didn't open the jar and left it for a few more years? Would it become a giant paperweight on my desk instead? And if so, what were the papers it was weighing down? Were they legal documents? And did those legal documents pertain to the notes inside the jar? Or you could turn the idea on its head and imagine the legal documents are inside the jar with various notes of positivity littering your desk instead. Imagine that scene for a moment. What's it saying to you? Most prompts are quite individual as well, so whatever it says to you probably won't say to another writer. What of the idea of a time capsule anyway? What does that mean to your character? Does it mean storing small items in a tightly enclosed tube? Or could it mean a memory hidden inside your character's mind? Once prompted, the memory could open up a whole load of childhood memories or adult ones that they've tucked away. Photographs can be considered a good time capsule. They hold on to the time they were taken, but there is no sound, smell or taste to play with. So that's where your imagination gets prompted, by filling in the blanks. Alternatively, the photo could be black and white or sepia, 
with slightly blurred or misty edges. This could date the photo and with it bring your imagination to an era that requires some research. Maybe the picture is Victorian or earlier. My own research shows that photos were invented in the 1820s during George IV's reign. But add some further challenges to that. What if the photo was from the 1700s or the 1600s or even earlier than that? What if the photo was genuine and was of a stone-aged man? That would create some questions of how. Maybe this photo was created through a time travel experiment. Time travel is a subject that creates lots of writing prompts for me, and it can for you too. How about a 1980s camera film lying undeveloped in its own lidded case? What if a modern day photographer found it and developed it only to find something ancient on it or switched the other way around, something from the future? There are so many questions raised there too. An idea I enjoy playing with combines both the photo and the time capsule. Upon opening the ancient time capsule, the photo inside is of your character asleep this morning. The time stamped on the photo is proof that it is them this morning. How did it get there? Who took the photo? Why did they take the photo? How did your character feel about being photographed when they were asleep? Okay, violated? Freaked out? There are so many things you could investigate right there. But that's photos and time capsules. Let's look at something a little more down to earth. What if your character found a toothbrush in their bathroom filled with toothpaste? Not a problem, they might think, but what if they live alone and it's not their toothbrush? Or how about your character opens their wardrobe to see someone else's clothes? Perhaps the answer is simple. Your character switched wardrobes with their partner and forgot they changed sides. Or perhaps your character is a dementia sufferer. Perhaps there's plenty to investigate there. So you see, writing prompts are everywhere. It's just a matter of how you view the scene or the situation and the questions you ask surrounding it. Let's consider genre for a moment. We can play around with each of these scenarios if we alter the genre. Let's consider the glass jar with positive notes inside and give it the genre of thriller. Perhaps the notes were not positive at all and they were notes that a bully wrote to the owner of the glass jar. Maybe each note has a threat on it. When the owner opens the jar and reads each note, what effect will that have on them? How did the bully gain access to the jar? Does the bully live in the same house as the owner? Maybe they are child siblings or even spouses. Both these scenarios could create an interesting psychological thriller. How about adding comedy to the toothpaste scenario? Maybe the person spread toothpaste on their toothbrush went to answer the phone and then absent-mindedly went back to put toothpaste on their toothbrush again. Now they have two toothbrushes ready for use. The wardrobe scene could be a romance and the character wakes up remembering they are now part of a couple, the other one having already left for work, and they open their wardrobe to see their lover's clothing. Warm and fuzzy feelings fill their body. Alternatively, if the genre is a horror, that alters the entire scene, especially if someone jumps out of the wardrobe with a knife in their hands. Fantasy adds something mystical to the wardrobe, and this has been shown in some very famous books like The Lion, The Witch and the Wardrobe, but also sci-fi too with E.T. the Extraterrestrial. 
children's genres add something innocent to the idea that you could use with the time capsule, the photo, the toothpaste and the wardrobe all in together. Perhaps the child character gets ready in the morning using the toothpaste and wardrobe. Then an adventure ensues with the time capsule and photo at an event at school. Perhaps a class photo is taken and they put it into a time capsule only to be opened when they are grown up. That could be a story all of its own. Another idea using the fantasy genre again could be that the time capsule is actually a door into another dimension. But that's using items and situations as prompts. What about a line of dialogue as a prompt? Years ago, I watched a movie that had a throwaway comment saying, I'm going to get back to the farm and check on the girls. With this, I wrote a story about a young woman named Lizzie who, in the modern day, was a secretary, but through her dreams time travelled back to the 1800s and lived on a farm. A sequel of one of my novels was based on a throwaway comment from a main character saying that he was raised by his grandparents. And another novella was prompted by overhearing teenage girls in a shopping centre I was in saying, I want to talk to Jenna's dad about that. It's all about listening, not just hearing to respond, but listening to what is being said by those around you, those on TV, or absorbing what's written in books, and why it's being written. Another way to get a prompt from hearing words is through expressions. This is also a good way to find a title. Do you recall the rhyme, Monday's child is fair of face, Tuesday's child is full of grace, Wednesday's child is full of woe, and Thursday's child has far to go, Friday's child is loving and giving, while Saturday's child works hard for its living, but the child that is born on the Sabbath day is bonny, blithe, good and gay. Do you remember that? Well, you could take part of that and use it as a title, which could then be the prompt. For instance, calling a story Monday's Child would suggest the character is fair of face or attractive. A story surrounding this character could then investigate how those around the character treat them. Or indeed investigate that while the character is good looking, it doesn't necessarily mean they're a good person. How they treat others, or how others treat them, might be what your story is about. Maybe because Tuesday's child is full of grace might mean they're training to be a ballerina but are really clumsy and far from graceful and that the story looks into how they overcame their clumsiness to get to be star in the school play or even on the world stage. The irony and sarcasm of the title of Tuesday's Child might be interesting. Changing words within expressions is another way to get prompts that can give you a lot more to work with as well. How about little black dress and altering it to little black stress? That could involve a socialite rom-com or using the expression the winner takes it all and altering it to the sinner takes it all. That could open up a devilishly good thriller that I'll leave to your imagination. Changing the meaning of words that sound the same is another good prompt. Piece of cake, for instance. In this case, piece is spelled P-E-A-C-E instead of P-I-E-C-E. This might suggest a peace offering of a cake. Perhaps a bride hires a baker by way of a peace offering to make up for their school days falling out. You could turn that into a thriller with a twist, with the baker putting in an extra ingredient that doesn't agree with the bride, showing them that they are not forgiven. All of these prompts are really good to give you that edge on asking questions around the prompt. Another way that might help you is writing the prompt down on a piece of paper 
and then using a spider diagram to ask all the questions surrounding it. Each of those questions might end up with their own spider diagram too. But once you've got all of those questions answered, that may even help you with the outline of the story. And once you've got the prompt, potentially the title, and the outline, probably the genre too, there's nothing stopping you from just getting straight on with it. I hope all of these have been really helpful and also given your mind something else to think about in a good way, taken away some of your worries about starting writing. I hope you've enjoyed today. Thanks for listening.